everybody. Welcome to Nexus at Night, your uh, weekly, except for last week for some reason, uh, Vanguard podcast brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night. Uh, but I'm not those people. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt, and I'm the reason that there was no episode last week. I'm Root Beer. I was just too lazy to do the episode last week. Hey, you weren't the only reason there was no episode. Part of it was I was watching uh, Formula One Drive to Survive. So. Oh, I Shout out to my sister Phoebe for turning me on to that show. But So I heard it's finally here. Yeah. Um, it's here, it's here, it's finally here. Uh, D Booster Set 1, Genesis of the Five Greats, has finally been fully revealed, except for like a couple triggers, but who cares. Um, yeah, but like on Bushiro's website, we have the full list already. Yeah. So, so it starts with uh, the cover card. Virena Valiente. Oh, he's like oh. getting into it immediately. Do <laughs> we want to say something? I just wanted to say uh, to those who haven't uh, been with us before, uh, we go from the uh, what are the highest rarity called? The oh, triple R's. The triple down. R's down through the double R's, and then any commons or rares that interest us. Okay, what about go. ORRs? I mean, I get. I think we're all just hoping they won't exist by the next set. So. <laughs> man losing games i can't wait to get knocked out of an event because i'm an over trigger it's gonna be great i'm gonna feel really good about it mm. <laughs> all right so uh, can we jump in now yes all right all right so the first card is a card i'm super excited about i'm actually stoked for this card it's uh virena valiente who's definitely not chrono jet dragon uh so it is of course a, not he's red yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a red, so it can't be. It's definitely, it's a grade, hmm? definitely not Victor either. Not right. at all. <laughs> it's a grade three overdress unit, and it can overdress onto Trickstar or a grade three or less unit within the overdress state. So you can basically overdress on your overdressed Firena. Which, I mean, which is kind of weird, but you could do it. Um, it has a continuous that it gets power plus 5,000 for each of this unit's original dress. So basically, like, if you ride, if you have Virena on a Trickstar and you overdress this over it, it gets 10k instead of 5. Uh, yes. And then auto on rearguard circle, this is really important. When the attack of this unit in the overdress state hits, counterblast 1, discard a card, and stand this unit. It's totally not Dragonic Overlord either. So what's great about this card is it's probably 18k, like, normally, with Nirvana skills going to be a 28k restander, which is hitting a super nice number, because uh, 28 is guaranteed two cards. If you're on the Persona right turn, it's 38k on hit restand, and that's hitting two cards past a trigger. So this thing is just super beefy, super strong beater, and they really, really want to guard it the first time. And it still can restand if you hit a rear guard. Which you're probably going to do as, like, a f form of pressure, right? Like, you're almost immediately going after rear guards for that reason? Or Depends on how many counter blasts you have. Yeah. Or red. Um, I, I like that it basically has overlay units, so that's fun. Um, also, that, that uh, power buff for each uh, original address is uh, all the time, right? So that's mm -hmm. defensive, too. Yeah, so notice when I said 28k, that was without a booster. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and every single clan has a 10k booster. So this might make me build Dragon Empire. Dude, Dragon Empire is sick. 
I, I was already in on Dragon Empire before I saw this card, though, and we'll talk about that when we get to it. But, uh, uh, yeah, this card is super sick. Uh, really, really, really big fan. On the other hand... Oh, does anybody have anything else to say about Virena? I don't know. I think you guys covered everything. All right. On the other hand, I am much less excited about Heavy Artillery of Dust Storm, Eugene. <laughs> so this is a... Remember when we were positive on this card in his own episode? Yes. Well... I, I'm positive on it in the future. <laughs> it's a it's a stonk, it's it's a possible stonks card, but right now mm. it's uh it is not good. And I and I'll, and I'll talk a bit about why. And I hadn't seen all of the regards in the set yet, so Oh, that's true. At the time we hadn't yeah. seen everything. So we were hoping that he would get better regards and then he didn't. Um so it's a grade 3, it's the new grade 3 boss in in this set. So it's the BTO1 boss. And it has an act on Vanguard Circle. Once per turn, you can rest two of your rear guards, choose one of your opponent's rear guards, retire it, and this unit gets plus 10k. All right. Okay. And then it has an act once per turn. If your opponent's rear guard is retired this turn, if your opponent's rear guard, not when, so it's just a condition that needs to be met, you can Soul Blast 5, look at the same number of cards at the top of your deck as your opponent's open rear guard circle, choose any number of unit cards from among them, and call them to rear guard circle, and put the rest into your soul. So it can call up to 5. Yes. Uh, but, you know, if your opponent has, you know, three open rearguard circles, which I assume will be the point a lot of the, a fair bit of the time, then this is Soul Blast 5, call 3, maybe. Mm -hmm. Which is yeah. pretty good rate. And if you were, but you have to have retired something that turn. But even like then, it's like a decent rate, assuming the cards you're calling are pretty good. Mm -hmm. However, it does need a lot of support from the rearguards. Yes. And the problem with Eugene is that uh, the rearguard support just isn't there. And I think I think once he gets once like he can benefit off anyone's rearguard supports though, unless like they specifically mention name. So there could be a point in the future when they print enough random rearguards for other people where he's just pretty good. Yeah. But right now I don't I don't I, there's nothing nothing doing. Yeah. Yeah, like column aren't big enough. You're just not going to make enough pressure and very likely deck yourself out constantly searching three to five cards off the top of your deck. I mean, that's assuming you need to. Like, if the rear guards are good enough... You, you, you only... have to rest two to use his retire skill. You're going to need to use his search fairly often. It depends on how, how much the opponent is, like, screwing with your board. But, uh... Yeah. Well, no, because you have to rest two to activate his retire and get his 10k, which you're probably going to need to mount what little pressure your deck has, at, especially at the moment. And mm -hmm. then, you know, so that's like needing to replace those two cards already, not to mention, we'll get to it later, but a lot of the support for Eugene retires itself or puts itself into soul. Well, into soul isn't that bad of a cost. Yeah, know? but it's still like, um, you know losing a card yeah yeah the point and is like, like right now especially the deck just good. the deck loses a ton of rear guards so you have to constantly replace them which oh. means you're blowing through your deck way faster than anything else but guys what about trigger thing yeah never mind uh this seems like a uh pick it up for 50 cents and keep it in a drawer until it gets good <laughs> yes <laughs> sounds about right that's what i'm gonna do 
Speaking of cards you'll probably keep in your drawer until they get good, Master of Gravity, Borrow Magnus, oh, the Grade 3, 13k Persona ride. Uh, oh, auto skill on, on Vanguard, when it's unit attacks, counterblast 1, perform all of the following according to number of cards in soul. Uh, 5 or more, draw a card. 10 or more, this unit gets 10k and a crit until end of battle. 15 or more, both you and your opponent eat all of your rear guards, and then you poop out two of them, and they get ten, plus 10,000 until end of turn. Matt, did you say something at the beginning there? Yeah, yeah. So what I said was, I was like, you're going to make some people mad with that one. Oh. <laughs> I <was calling laughs> keeping a drawer until later. Yeah. Um, I, I really like this guy, and uh, uh, from what I heard of your, your testing with Chris, that he's just like, you can't really get to 15 reliably. You definitely... You can barely get the ten reliably sometimes. Oof. Was that would you, was that after the great the great three? Yeah, the great three. That's yes, it's because sometimes you just don't find the great three. Oh, Oof. unfortunate. That is awful. Yeah, from what I've heard from a lot of people is that this card, um, uh, if it can hit fifteen, like on grade three, it's super good. Like you're in like mm -hmm. a you're in like probably a winning position, mm -hmm. even yes. with the minuses you take getting to fifteen. But if you miss, it's uh, it it becomes very vanilla, or like very hard to uh, to get there. Like being at ten is okay, but you really need the fifteen proc to make it worthwhile. Yeah, because like, people are gonna, people will rush right. you down. Mm -hmm. Once you once and, they see you're playing borrow, they're gonna attack the shit out of you. Yep, and like ten is the bare minimum for the deck to even function. So if you're just really unlucky and you ride a grade three with like nine soul, you are so screwed. Yeah, because, yeah. like, counterblasting for just a draw is, like, not worth it. Um, unless you have some way to either, like, refund it or continue the combos. But having just be like, on attack, counterblast one, draw a card. I'm doing stuff. You're not doing stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will definitely pick this up and hang on to it, because uh, it's about as close to Pale Moon as I can get in D-Series, <laughs> so... Yeah, Fair enough. I'm probably picking it up too because I like darker regulars. But yeah, I think Borrow Magnus is just barely on the edge of playable right now. I don't think it's consistent enough to be considered good. I was already building Bruce from the start, so. <laughs> Which, speaking of, Diablos Boys Eden, who's a grade two continuous rearguard circle. If you are in final rush, it gets five thousand power. And if it stands this turn by a card effect, it gets critical plus one. Oh, and then auto that. rear guard circle, when this unit's attack hits, uh, counterblast one, retire one of your opponent's rear guards. I declare final rush! So, man, I like this card gains a crit for no reason. It's pretty good. Yeah, right? Yeah, this card this card's pretty nutty. I don't think we need to say much more, right? Like, yeah. you're probably just like, The only thing is that, life. like, if you're not in Persona Ride, it's only 15k, which can be a little small. So that's like the only thing about it. But if but... you're Final Rush and Persona Ride, you're—I mean, you're yeah, you're 15. But like, with a with a, you know with the AK booster, you're still 23, which is pretty bad. But mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, that's the only thing about this card. Is the numbers are kind of small, but I think you can work with it. I think yeah, the crit no. pressure, especially because Bruce is a slower deck, the crit pressure is very important. I think this card is overall very good. And yeah, sure. if your opponent actually lets it hit, you can, like, 
Counterblast one retire something. It's not like you care about Counterblast that much anyways. Yeah, and the Bruce can mulligan pretty decently for the Persona ride, so it's not like... Mm -hmm. uh, like, you're, you're not looking for too many, like, certain pieces. You're looking for a couple here and there, like enough grade twos and whatever. So, but, like, uh, so you just kind of, like, find it. put your hand back and hope for the three? Because there's, there's yeah. no, like, miswriting anymore, so... Right, right, right. And if you're, you and know, thanks... you draw your over-trigger as usual, and then... Yeah. And thankfully, there are enough cards that you can just dump brother soul in the garbage where it belongs. <laughs> no, that's in the Borrow Magnus deck. <laughs> right, of course. Oh, uh, no, mind. you said that already. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, I need to start. I need to stop pooping on Barrow Magnus. The deck's actually okay. It's not as bad as some of the other decks. And it'll, we'll, prob we'll that. it'll probably will... turn out all right. It's certainly the next better. time my turn comes around, I will have a long one. All right. Uh, so it's my turn again. Yes. Yes. Cardinal Deus Orphus. Um, boy. Uh, so this is a the grade th the new grade three boss for Brandgate. So not the prison one. It has a continuous on van or rear. Uh, during your turn, if you if your world is Dark Knight or Abyssal Dark Knight, it gets plus five k, so it becomes an eighteen k. And then an act on van. If your world is uh, Abyssal Dark Knight, you can counterblast two, call up to three Shadow Army tokens, two rearguard circles. So they're uh. Tokens of 15k power and boost. So, basically, if you put one behind Vanguard, you've made a uh, 33k column for no reason. And you, but and to get the Abyssal Dark Knight, you have to kind of uh, group together all these world cards that all require like a Soul Blast or something of the sort mm -hmm. to activate. And they like either draw a card or retire something. Uh, they're mostly uninteresting. Uh, in the sense that they just do a small thing and then uh, sit there. Yeah. This deck is, like, surprisingly bad. Yeah, like, if... Needing 2CB to, like, be interesting and then, like, still not even be, like, super consistent yeah. feels awful. The, like, the thing you said about the worlds where you, like, play them and then they just kind of sit there. That's kind of how I feel about Orphus as a whole right now. Like, you have the three Shadow Army. You can probably make pretty okay columns with them. Mm -hmm. And then what? You just yeah, have you just these boot 15k boosters, but... It's just not very not, dynamic. Like, you're not, like, restanding anything. You're not gaining any crits or guard restrict. You have no way to win. You just have very big columns. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this deck either. It seemed kind of cool at the start, and now, you know, now that I've like, you know, see, 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 done some stuff, it's it's uh, not great. Uh huh. Not a and fan. also, like, you're not even a hundred percent guaranteed of having very big columns. You could end up stuck at twenty five. Oh, the best. <laughs> twenty five yeah, gets so... guarded by a trigger. <laughs> Rip. So yeah, this deck is just like. N surprisingly bad. I would rank it pretty low right now, honestly. Yeah, it's down there with like your um, your Eugene. Like it's above Eugene for sure. Yeah, it's above Magnolia probably. Mmm, debatable. Uh, you can at least fight fight over a trigger. Yeah. Uh, but like, yikes! It is it is quite not good.
And any comments, Alice? Um, I think if uh, the, once again it's just like the uh, the set is split between your TD bosses and your new bosses that you're introducing. It's just mm-hmm. kind of how it is at the beginning of any new like era. Everything just kind of feels like a pilot episode of a deck. Like they haven't quite <laughs> figured everything out yet. They're they introduce some stuff that maybe they're not going to keep, but for now they're like, "Fuck it, let's just see what happens." Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to see just how which decks have like better TD bosses or like better new bosses. Mm-hmm. Because the the TD bosses have to be pretty sufficiently bad in order for the new bosses to be better, I think. Because you have you technically have like a set and a half of support for each of the TD bosses. Yes, uh, where you have one set of support for all the new bosses, which uh, so, really bums me out about Magnolia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. some of them Magnolia uh, managed to be worse. <laughs> Even so, don't hurt me more than you already have. <laughs> Alrighty, so the next card is Aurora Battle Princess Agrar Rouge. Uh, not Rogue, as I almost said. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has a, a... It's a grade 2 10k, triple R, and this is for the prison archetype, and it has a guard, continuous on rearguard and guard circle. So if two of your... Uh, two or more of your opponent's cards are imprisoned in your prison, this unit gets power plus 5,000 and shield plus 10,000. You know, this could say power plus 5,000 and it would be the same card. <laughs> Why do you say that? But anyway, because the uh, I'll opponent... talk about it after when I discuss this oh, in a second. Oh, okay. So auto when this unit is placed on rearguard circle, you can soul blast one, choose one of your opponent's front row rearguards, and imprison it in your prison. In your prison. So on play, soul blast one, prison something. Uh, and it has to be on rear, not on van, obviously. But so the problem and why I say the shield doesn't really matter is because the rate to get units out of your prison is so efficient. Counter blast one to get two units out of prison. Is so. Here's my problem with Brand. Here's my problem with the prison archetype in Brandgate. It's that you have you have a you have kind of a deck that gains an amount of temporary advantage by imprisoning your opponent's stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Because you pay a cost to imprison it, and your opponent pays typically a cheaper cost to get it out. So you're losing, you're bleeding resources in that exchange. Because yeah. counterblast one draw two is still pretty good, right? Yeah. So like, you're lo- you're kind of losing out of resources in that exchange. Like you're losing like a soul blast here and there, but you're not really gaining much out of that. Like out of that like d- temporary advantage. So normally in 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 like other card games, you the th- something you call a tempo deck is a deck that uh, basically will cost itself resources to gain a temporary temporary advantage. So that they can eventually, um, like, solve the game, like, do something more power, like, try to kill you before it matters, or, you know, like, basically, build, like, try to get to something before that like, before you can do something about it. Link Joker, mm-hmm. like the chaos variant of like locking stuff, it was a good example of this. Like cards like Neospatian Grandmal, right? Yeah. Well, like you know, I'm gonna use my normal summon to bounce your guy. Yeah, but then, maybe like, it's an extra deck monster that you spent resources on, or whatever. Yeah. Right, right, right. And, you know, so, something something dumb like that, right? Mm-hmm. But like, or like, compulse in ye olden days, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so like, you just don't gain enough with that temporary advantage in order for it to make it worth it. 
And, like, the shield is cool, but, like, if your opponent chooses to get, like, if you have three cards in prison and your opponent's like, I'm going to counter bust two, get two out, this card no longer has an ability. They honestly should have made that second effect uh, when placed on rear or guard circle. Because then it's a disruptive tool. And the opponent can still get their stuff out. It's not like Well, it... yeah, but it's, you, you don't want to have it uh, bind, uh, imprisoning things during the attack step. For obvious reasons. Why? Because it messes with, like, Because it's the Denial Griffin. Yeah, because it's Denial Griffin. <laughs> anyway. Eventually it's uh, going to happen. I bet there's going to be one. I just think the way the prison deck is structured, the whole, like, kind of, I think the prison deck is the worst deck of all ten. Interesting. And I think the, I think the design is just ultimately flawed. Not sure I agree with that. I do think, like, they get... Because of Snow's triple drive, I think they do unlock more advantage from imprisoning things. I think their problem is the same problem a lot of control decks have had over the year, or tempo decks, I guess, which is that not losing is not the same as winning. Like, right now, all they get are, like, extra cards in hand and very small amounts of power. Not enough to actually win games, so... You know, because they don't have a finisher. You can draw the cards you want, eventually you'll probably just run out. Mm-hmm. I think what Brankate needed out of this triple R uh, really was just bigger B. Like, either uh, in Prison from Hand would be really nice. Because mm-hmm. there are there are already units with resist. Or with that can't be targeted. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a huge problem. You have the new great, they have the 10k in Dark States, which is obviously just relevant enough to be annoying. And then you have Trickstar. In Trickstar's case, though, I think it needed to have that to not... Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, uh, no, I think it's fine in Trickstar's case. I just think, yeah. like, printing it this early is kind of whack with... Like, I don't even know if... I, like, I don't even know if Dark States is going to play that card. Because it might not just fucking matter. It might not. Uh, it's probably Bruce not Bruce doesn't counterblast enough to give a shit. Right. Borrow Magnus, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, I... like... Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I think... If uh, imprisoning from hand would be kind of cool, but you also run into that balance problem that Nubatama had in uh, early Vanguard. I mean, not as much because you can get no. them back. That's true. You can get them back. Um, which uh, that that's what they ended up doing was that it was a temporary thing. Was you bind it face down, then you get it back at the end or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. The I love the art on this thing, but. Uh, yeah, there's got to be some sort of, like, more, more tempo besides just, oh, you get an extra drive check for all of the effort you're putting in. I mean, honestly, if this thing even just gained, like, 10k with power, not 10k shield, it would have made a huge difference in just, like, actually having some sort of pressure outside of Persona riding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because being 20k and then with any booster, 28k, that's two cards yeah, at least, and- yeah. I think Snow does draw a good amount of cards to survive, just can't actually end the game. What are you supposed to do with that? Mm-hmm. What if it was 5k and a crit instead of the shield? That'd be much I mean, better. Yeah, that would be much better, although compared to Eden, it would not have the advantage of being restood. Yeah. Well, it only gets a crit after it's restood, so. Yeah. Well, that's still, like, a lot of potential pressure. 
compared yeah. to just one attack with a crit. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, you can only do so much. And again, pilot episode. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't can we talk think... about good cards? Yeah, sure. But yeah, I don't think prison is necessarily the worst, but we'll get to that after we talk about the good cards. I am going to be so sad by the end of this episode. Yeah, you are. Uh, Grand Heavenly Sword Alden. So, grade 3, Persona Ride, 13k. Uh, when the team is placed on Rearguard Circle, Counter Blast 2, Soul Blast 1. Choose our card from your hand, call it. If you call the grade 3, draw 2. And then, when it attacks, if you have 3 or more grade 3 units, it gets plus, plus 5,000 until end of turn, and it counts itself. Also, this it's not once per turn. It also counts your Vanguard. Yes, um, it does. This card is actually absurd. Yes, it is. This is mind-bogglingly good. This card does everything. Like, it it's draws cards. Mm -hmm. it's like, it is a, a massive beater. It's 18k on itself. If you have a 10k booster, it's 28. With Persona, with Restand from Bastion, 38. Yeah. Also, like, or Bastion gives 2k, so it's actually sorry, 20. 28, and then you Restand with Bastion, and then it's freaking... With Persona, then it's, it's 33. Yeah. No, you could, you could, with Bastion, on your first turn, even without Persona riding, you can have two 35k swings with this card. It's so sick. Ew. It is absolutely ridiculous how strong this card is. So you guys got, you guys got tempo better than the tempo deck got tempo. Yeah, pretty much. Bastion is an insane deck. And, like, yeah. the big weakness of Bastion, at least, like, when we were seeing out of the TD, was like, oh, okay, so it's going to have, like, shield problems, right? Which it, I mean, which is, like, almost true. But, like, uh, well, there, there's random grade threes with shield in here. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And, yeah, like, this card, you draw this so many stuff. cards, you'll probably have a million triggers in your hand anyways. Yeah. I think this card is absolutely bonkers. Yeah, this card is ridiculous how strong it is. Every line of text on that card is good. I feel mm -hmm. so bad, like, uh, I, I was the one that did the roundup for this thing, and uh, we didn't really have a lot of reveals yet, so I was like, this looks like a resource drain, and uh, apologies to our YouTube channel. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. Alice is not testing Bastion. It's not even yeah. just that, I just didn't have that much information, you know? Yeah. I mean, even without that much information, like, the fact that the 5k isn't once per turn... And, you know, compared to Hour of Holy Judgment, this doesn't lose you any cards, because you were probably going to call the grade 3 you called with his skill anyways. So it's just a straight plus. Yeah. Like, this card is ridiculous for everything that it does. Indeed. But, you know, moving on to significantly less ridiculous. I was going to say. Hexa Orb yeah. Sorceress. Also a great... This is our alternate boss, so this is also a grade 3. And all of them have Persona Rides, so I'm going to stop reading that part. I know. Uh, auto Vanguard Circle. When your drive check reveals a trigger unit, choose one of your rear guards, give it power plus 10,000 until end of turn, so just double trigger power. Mm -hmm. And then act once per turn. If you Persona Rode this turn, you can Counter Blast 1, Soul Blast 1. Reveal a critical or front trigger from your hand, put it on top of your deck, and it gets drive plus 1 until end of turn. This card is just... I feel like of all of the bosses, 
that we've seen so far, this is probably the one that's gonna die the fastest. Like, the fact that the more impactful skill is locked completely behind Persona writing, compared to, like, Magnolia, where you still get half of the skill at least, I think is going to kill this card in the long term, because... The deck has a bunch of other problems, too, with, like, getting resources, but just fundamentally having to find more copies of this card with not a ton of advantage, especially right now, is absolutely terrible. So it was already kind of a gamble deck to begin with, because you need... Dra you will probably need multiple triggers, even on your Persona Ride turn, to make enough of an impact, but then you have to gamble even more just finding a copy of it, so there's just so much wrong with this card. I kinda hate it. Here's how you, here's how you fix this card. Uh, for that first effect, uh, have you draw a card and give something 10k. It's not that broken, mm. believe me. Second, I mean... And for mm. the second thing, it should be, instead of just put a thing on top and you get an extra drive, draw two cards and then put a card on top of your deck. The other thing is, I don't... Eh, I feel, that might go a bit too far, because, like, we did see with the beginning of uh, V-Era that OTT was very strong because it could gain a bunch of advantage while decks were still really slow, so... I don't necessarily have a problem with how the skills are structured. I have a problem with you only do things when you Persona ride, so if you don't, your deck just doesn't function... Yeah, it's a definitely a turn. So it's a turn four deck, and you can argue whether it's more or less powerful than Bruce. Um, mm -hmm. I think like so you it's a not only do you need to find a persona right, also you also need to find a crit, which is less of our problem because you can play lots of those. Um, but mm -hmm. like, and you need to find you know appropriate and, and appro enough appropriate regards to make it valuable. Uh, I think yeah. the Hexorb is actually I think it's better than cards like Eugene. Uh, in its current state, I think it's better than cards like um, Magnolia, and I think it's. I, I even think it's better than the uh, uh, the Prism deck, personally. Um, I, mm. I, I do. I do think it is a slow turn four deck, but I do think it's turn four if you find a crit and another Hexorb is very, very powerful. And this whole thing is like, I feel like even with the Persona ride, I want multiple triggers for the turn four to actually feel good. Just oh, uh, that could be fair. You're I don't know. Um, like, when I was testing it, I just... There were many times where I didn't Persona Ride, and this deck felt absolutely terrible. Oh, yeah, if you and, miss Persona Ride, the deck's unplayable. And that even, like, when the deck is functioning the way I wanted to, there were times where I felt like, because I didn't see enough triggers, or that the deck didn't really function that well either, so... I don't know, it just feels like a massive gamble deck with a lot of fundamental problems. Yeah. That's fair. Like I might like I'm personally ranking this as the worst boss, not just because of like its current performance, but I also think that in order to fix a lot of those flaws, they would need so much you might as well just make a new boss. Interesting. Alright. Interesting. Anything else to add before I uh I got nothing else on that one. Nope. Alright, so uh, we got uh, for Stoikea, uh, Mysterious Rain Spiritualist Zorga. 
so 13k. Uh, on Van, when you would play a normal order, you combined a normal order with a different name from your drop zone and Alchemagic, which means you combine the costs and add the effects to the back. Um, so Whatever can, that means. So uh, can, at the end. You just double up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, also acts on Van once per turn. You can counterblast one, choose a card from your drop zone, call it to rear. So uh, this thing is the better of the, of the two Stoikea decks from what I hear from, I don't know, everybody. Yep. Um, because getting a plus every turn is good. Uh, having to counterblast for it seems like a bit of a problem because a lot of your orders cost stuff. Yep. But yeah. uh, eh, I don't think it's that big a deal. Most of them cost soul. A couple yeah, but the of one them. you want to spam costs a counterblast. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, though, I think what's powerful about Zorga is that the columns he makes are absolutely gigantic. Yes. yes. It's these. And the thing holding him back is that he has three attacks. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's sometimes inconsistent. Like, it, there's sometimes where you just, like, can't find the orders you need or don't find enough of them or yeah. some other nonsense. And, like, the deck building is kind of weird because you do need a bunch of orders in the deck, so. I feel like there's a lot going on with this deck that makes it difficult to play. Yeah, but I think the deck is actually quite good. I think, like, it is on the cusp of being, like, up there with things like Bruce, uh, Bastion, Virena. I think, much like uh, his aesthetic uh, implies, it is going to be a deck that's going to be difficult to pilot, but is incredibly rewarding for doing so correctly. Oh, it is sick. Grand Blue has a rich history of this deck is super annoying to play, but if you figure That's it out, That's not true. What? It's only in Jira. <laughs> not just Jira, like any anything involving multi-attacking Grand Blue. Well, Grand Blue didn't exist until Jira. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> but when he so says exists, he means the matte version of exists, which is it didn't matter until. <laughs> No, no. Grand Blue was in a special place of not existing prior to Giera. You don't got to tell me. It was my first land. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Mega Colony pre-Giera. Kind of. Well, because most of its call Actually, effects... Actually, it might have been worse. Well, because the problem was most of the call effects before Giera were these like, oh, you retire a unit to call a different one. And I'm like, cool. Where's the plussing exactly? They're like, oh, there's not any. You just... You're you like, play oh. uh, Coitus Reverse, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chain locked into a bunch of stuff. Meanwhile, you know, by the by the time you get to like G and V era, then it starts getting into these like wacky multi attack stuff where you have to take into account what you're putting in your drop zone, what you're calling out of your drop zone, what to call yeah. over. You know, um, I think eventually this is going to get there, but in the meantime, it's all about resource management. But those resources can get you pluses, so yeah. that's also good. like. This one has an extra problem of, like, deck building being another hurdle you'll probably have to overcome. Yeah, this isn't really something you can net deck and be like, alright, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm staring at this next card and I just hate looking at it. <laughs> oh. What, Sylvan Horn- yeah. Horned Beast, uh, Gunosla? Gunosla, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how yeah. I pronounced it. This thing Yeah, lo- this card, it looks horrible. Yeah, it's like half bear, half deer, half diabetes. And 
the pollen is just in the exact right place to, for it to have glow nipples. Hell yeah. Well, not even the glow nipples. It's offending me because I am, like, getting hella allergy uh, allergies this time of year. Fuck you, Sylvan Armies. Oh, my God. Okay, speaking of glow nipples, uh, patreon.com slash nexus at night. I'm not going to explain the context. So, uh, grade two uh, for... Um, for Stoikea, in it's an auto effect in the back row rearguard circle. When it attacks, you can counterblast one, choose one of your other rearguards, and it gets this unit's power um, until the end of the turn, so you can, like, buff uh, something that's up. That's what I want out of Magnolia. More counterblasting. Yeah. Yeah. See, like I said in the, like, news video, this solves a problem that Magnolia has, which is that your columns can be kind of small. But then it just adds problems of, oh boy, another thing that counterblasts. Yeah, it's, uh... Actually fucking incredible. <laughs> oh my god, why did it have to be a counter... I, like, a discard would have been nice. Yeah, I bet it would have. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Glow Nipples. You, uh... You really, really, really yeah. took the cake. Um... Oh my god. Uh... I think you just really hope you don't have to use... The grade two double R that we'll get to later to call something on your first grade three ride. Oh, you know what's even worse? This is a triple R. I know. So that means those glow nipples are going to be shiny. Yeah. <laughs> SP yeah. glow nipples. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I think. But yeah, I think this is a card that you probably have to play, and you're gonna hate doing it. Oh yeah, for sure. Until we start getting some solid countercharging. All right. Well, a card that nobody's gonna hate playing. Hmm. Yeah. And the car that made me want to build Dragon Empire by itself. Virena Arcs. Grade uh -huh. 2 10k overdress on Trickstar. When this unit is placed on rear, if it it overdress, counterblast one, draw two cards, and it gets 5k until end of turn. Counterblast one, draw two is pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah, but it's a minus two because you overdress, you see. So it's literally, like, you know, you're discarding a card for kind of boss one draw two. Yeah. Or something. I know, I'm just... Not that you got a trick star for free or something. I'm just turning phrase. That's it. Discard is nuts. <laughs> I love it. This is exactly the nonsense I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who knows me and who's known me play card games knows that I love drawing cards. <laughs> and this card says draw two <laughs> for one counter blast. Which I'm yeah. in for. You just hard mulligan for this in your opening hand, and then you just overdress it on the trick star you get for free. Yep. Uh, yeah, in some, in some matchups, probably. Yeah, and this is a card that I just... Once I saw this card, I knew I, knew I was in on Dragon Empire. <laughs> this, this, this was the card. It, it's very cool. And uh, I gotta say, you're right about like playing card games and drawing cards. like Especially as a Yu-Gi-Oh player. Just mwah, feels Nobody... good. Dislikes casting Pot of Greed. Yeah, <laughs> nobody does. Like, you play that card, and you're like, this feels good. Yeah. <laughs> I always love getting more cards. Right? Yeah, any, anything else to say about uh, that, that, that there card there? No. Nope. It, this card uh, is ridiculous. It's a good card. Hell yeah. So the other double R is uh, Stealth Dragon Tensha Stead. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Look, I don't know. It has an auto on rear. When this unit, when the the attack this unit boosted hits anything, you can counterblast one, retire it, 
choose one of your vanguards, search your deck for up to one card with the same name as that unit, reveal it, and put it in your hand, and shuffle your deck. So I assume this thing is supposed to look for Persona Ride things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is pretty neat. Uh, it's a little slow, but and it costs a counter blast, which I'm not a fan of. But I guess it uh, it needs to hit. Mm-hmm. But eh, it's pretty whatever. I'm kind of like pretty whatevs on this card. I yeah. think I think that's just a thing they're gonna do in early sets is on hit effects, and then those turn into post battle effects later. So, oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not like I don't need this card to be there, but it is a card that exists. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, Persona writing is very nice, especially for Eugene, where your columns are terrible. Uh, not sure if all the hoops you have to jump through is ultimately worth it. You are losing a lot of resources for getting this card to go off. Yep. And then there's, uh, an... Oh, anybody else say about this, uh, this, this, this doodly? Uh... I honestly didn't realize that this was the tr- the double R for Dragon Empire, aside from yeah. arcs. I don't have them either. Alright, so there's also an over-trigger, which is just Dragon Veda, which uh, says, when you check it, stay in your Vanguard. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've uh, t- we've talked enough about over-triggers, you know what yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Can't yeah, believe yeah, yeah. that this is the weakest over-trigger. It's not. The, the, the Stokeo one is by a lot. I honestly... This is kind of a spoiler, but I honestly think the Stokea over trigger is worse than the Cray Elemental one. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know. I don't think I ever checked an over trigger on my drive check and at any point in testing. Look, man, all I'm saying is it's 50k shield, or you can soul charge it and feel like really dumb. <laughs> but no, I take it on damage every time, and like... oh, that's fine. That stops their turn right there. Yeah. But there's just so many times where I'm like, you know, I would really like to, like, drive check this just once. Yeah, I bet you would. (laughs) The, um... Solemn Vanguard's video about over-triggers kind of, like, summed up our frustration with, uh, the concept of them in general being, um... Annoying. Very annoying that they can I just think sh- shut off a the turn. the people who defend it by saying things like, There's oh, it's not going to happen that often, that's kind of part of the problem, right? It's like you just have like this 3% of games that you just randomly lose due to no yeah. fault of anyone, due to no like fault or plays of anyone's. Like, imagine... to lose. Imagine like you're, you're playing, like you're playing a game of one-on-one with your friend, but... There's a one in forty chance that during that one-on-one game, someone will come up and knee you in the groin. God, yeah. Also, I, I just can't wait to lose in playing for top eight to an over trigger. It's gonna be great. It's yeah. gonna make me feel really happy that over triggers exist. Yeah, I mean, over triggers just as a concept aren't fun. <laughs> There's no situation where you see an over trigger and you're like, "Yep, I am really enjoying myself right now." Because <laughs> yeah. like, if you draw it take it on damage or soul charge it then it's just like man i really wish i can like drive check it and get this bonkers effect off and then if your opponent drive checks it on you you're just like god yeah like even even winning from it isn't fun yeah you know i mean it's like winning with a double crit it's like kind of fun the first time because hey you won and then 
after a while, it's like, you know, I would have liked to actually play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also there's, like, that tainted thing where, like, you know, you get to the top eight and you won round three by double-critting the guy in a game you were probably going to lose otherwise. Mm-hmm. And, and that's always sitting on your shoulder being like, uh-huh. I see yeah. you, bitch. Like, it's not fun. <laughs> Hell, even if your opponent takes it on damage, it's like, oh, there goes my turn. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we'll knee you in the groin, right? Now. <laughs> Just... They're just not fun in any situation where you see them. You're either frustrated that you didn't drive check it, or you're annoyed that your opponent saw it. So yeah. Moving on to cars that are fun, we have Upward Acrobat Marjorie. So she's grade 3, 13k. Auto rearguard circle once per turn. When this unit attacks, if you're in final rush, you can put another rearguard into your soul, draw a card, soul charge one, and it gets power plus 10,000 until end of turn. God, what a card. I like her. I really like this card. Yeah, it's sick. The art's like, good cool. finishing, Good finishing attack on your uh, Persona Ride turn. Just absolutely massive. Like, it, net, it nets you a lot of soul, so you don't have to play Brother's Soul, thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh... And you can, like, attack with it boosted, then eat the booster later on, and it's large for both attacks. Mm-hmm. This card's just great. And it's got nice art. Yeah. It's Pale Moon-esque. It's I'm always sweet. a fan of that. This card's safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great card, A+. Yep. Uh, anything else anyone has to say about that? Nope. <laughs> Alright, we have Steam Battler Gun Gunnerum. What a name. Uh, this one's a grade 1 AK. When placed on rearguard circle, soul charge 1. And then rearguard act once per turn. You can soul blast 3 draw a card. Who's this for? Uh, Probably Bruce. I think you can... Af- I think if you're really tight about your soul management, you could probably afford to use it once or twice. I mean, you're probably just using it for the soul charge part, right? <laughs> Oh, borrow uh, Magnus. Yeah, borrow Magnus. You have to play this reluctantly to get soul. God. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I think you can make this work in Bruce. <sighs> I don't even know who this is for, honestly. This, f- this card just feels like it's like for a different deck that's neither the two that were printed. No. My favorite <laughs> thing about this card's art is that I know it's like a machine gun type thing that he's got, but it looks like a giant lipstick, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I. You're in autumn. <laughs> and then we have the overtrigger. We have talked so much about this. Yeah, in particular. This is the one you want to check early in, as early in the game as possible so that you have crit pressure all the time. And it's going to feel really bad if you see it. Mm. Checks out. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it got into... What was it? Was it the semifinals or the finals of the March Madness bracket? I don't remember. Semifinals, because it lost to the the Cater one, and then yeah. Cater lost to Brankate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Brankate one is sick, uh, yeah. but unfortunately it's Brankate. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Brankate... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we have Hyperspeed Robo, uh, Shovel Stud. Uh, yeah, whatever these names are. Uh, act on rear, uh, counterblast one, soul blast one, choose one of your opponent's rear guards and imprison in your prison. And then if three or more cards are in your imprisoned during prison, you draw a card. Okay, see, that's advantage at least. Yeah, yeah, so you can go, that, like, counterblast yeah. two, soul blast two, 
activate uh what seraph snow activate this guy mm -hmm. draw a card drive plus one plus 10k power on snow too assuming See, you have three like... targets yeah which you probably will like ride chain mm -hmm. uh imprisons one from hand so you... I think you can consistently imprison three every turn to maintain your advantage. The problem is, like, you don't have a way to win. Right. You just have a lot of ways to not lose. So, yeah, this card's fine. Uh, the cost kind of gets up there, but... That's why we have this other card. Detonation Mutant Bobble Mine? <laughs> Looks like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, at the so it has an auto on it's a grade one an auto on rigor at the end of the battle this unit boosted if your order zone has a set order either a prison or a dark knight uh, you can put this into your soul and counter charge one so it kind of refunds the cost of either of the cards we just mentioned yeah and helps Orphis with his horrible resource problems I like this card I like that the kaiju's are kind of back yeah me yeah too. I like the kaiju's in <laughs> dimension place like a kaiju made out of infrared scopes <laughs> the um because this works in both prison and uh orifice, right yeah uh -huh. yeah because the prison is an order right right yeah right. yeah no. so that's just brant gates thing is set orders but like i like that they found a way to make this card relevant for both decks which we haven't really seen in this set mm. otherwise most of the time it's just been like either incidental or not related at all. Mm hmm This one looks like it was made for both. And then there's the Brand Gate Over Trigger, which we already all said was the best one. It's the best one. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate that it's in Brand Gate, but who cares because it's an Over Trigger. <laughs> yeah. You're probably... You're either going to win or gain such a significant advantage Look, that the game is very hard to lose. I said it before and I'll say it again. Even the worst Over Trigger is nutty. Yeah. Alright, so let's just move on to Keter Sanctuary then. Hell uh yeah. Knight of Knight of War damage Fossid. So a it sweet is a great name. It's war damage. It is a grade three because Bastion. Yeah. And uh continuous, it cannot be chosen by your opponent's card effects, rip prison. And then when this unit's attack hits, counter charge soul charge one. God why? <laughs> Hey, you know what Bastion needed? Ways to manage its resource costs. Why could does it have resist? <laughs> Who knows? Why does Bastion just get all the nice things? I don't know. Like, <laughs> because there's still that one card designer guy from the first team. When, I was, the when second this card team. was revealed, all I could do was roll my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was look, like, uh, come on. <laughs> Hey, look, another thing that makes Bastion more consistent. It was so stupid. It doesn't even matter that it's a non-hit, because you can just restand it with Bastion and try again. Yeah. <laughs> this... like, Eater Sanctuary is just so ridiculous. So to get rid of this thing, which is going to be a massive like pain in your ass as the opponent... You either have to start attacking it, which ew, uh -huh. or you have to have like non-targeting removal, which that's we don't not... have right now. Exactly. The smash it ground target. Does uh... <laughs> pot of greed target? No. Uh, yeah, target to me. Mm -hmm. 
And then we have a much worse card, Painkiller Angel. It's a grade one. So at the end of the battle, it boosted Soul Blast 1, retire it, draw a card. I, I really wish it didn't retire itself. I would love to just draw cards consequence-free for Hexa Orb. <sighs> yeah, this card's fine. It's whatever. It's mostly bad. I don't care, honestly. Yeah. This card's bad. What if it put itself in Soul? So it was like a wash on that end. Uh, that'd be... uh, yeah, that'd be neat. I think both decks need Soul. Yeah, if it I put itself it... into Soul, that'd be fine. I also still don't think it's good. Yeah, I mean, I feel hilarious. like I would, I would reluctantly play it in Hexa Orb to dig for, deeper into the deck for Persona Rides, and that's about it. I think Bastion, you just don't play Grade Ones. Because you can. Because, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. Because that's a thing. Yeah. And then the over-trigger is ridiculous, like all of them are. Mm-hmm. I love casually gaining six cards in a turn. Um, alright, so for Stoikeo, we have Inheritance Maiden uh, Hendrina. It's uh, grade two. Uh, auto, when it's placed on rear, you may discard three cards from the top of your deck. So you can try and kickstart that, uh, the drop zone for the Alchemagic stuff. And then also act on rare, you can retire her until the end of the turn. The next time you would uh, play an order as Alchemagic, you do not have to pay all Soul Blast from that cost. It's quite yeah, good. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. This card's really good. This, yeah. This card, like, single-handedly fixed the initial problem with Zorga, which was, like, where the hell are you getting all the soul from? Yeah, now it's, it's just you don't have to It's also wild to me that this is a Zorga card and is, like, very bright and yellow. And Neonectar, yeah, right? yes. Uh... Ocean Man is very purple and gloomy. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a sitcom, you know. One's purple and gloomy; the other's yellow and bright. When you get them together, <laughs> hold on to your sides. Please stop. <laughs> uh, then we have Spurring Maiden uh, Elenia, which again, Neo Nectar looking card. Uh, it's a grade two, ten k. When placed on rear from hand, you counterblast, soul blast, choose a grade two or less from your drop. Call it to rear. And it gets plus 5k until end of turn. On the other hand, this card I would not play. For Zorga? What? For, for anything. Well, no, definitely not for Zorga. Yeah. Once again, you probably have to play it in Magnolia because... Board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Zorga is going to not do that. Because Zorga has orders to play mm-hmm. over this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. This card is, like, nice for getting back cards you lost to the ride deck, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Which is actually a problem for Magnolia, because you don't draw cards. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be, like, an 8-draw deck, assuming that's a thing? And, uh... it, that is definitely a thing. That is probably something I'm going to have to test now. Because uh, they revealed that, like, you get a second set of front print mm-hmm. draw. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, there is the... Rest in peace front triggers. Yep. Then there is the, uh, the over-trigger, which, once it... Whatever, I'm done with this joke. Uh, <laughs> it is the worst one. That's is, all you need to it, it is the worst one, but it's it still It might nuts. be worse than the Cray Elemental one. Yeah. <laughs> for Zorga, probably for Magnolia. Actually, honestly, still yes. Because the Cray <laughs> Elemental... Because you can give 100 million power to Gnozla and have three things with 100 million power. Yeah, yeah, this it's actually might hilarious. be worse than the Cray Elemental one for Stoic Kale, god damn it. Because, like, yeah. well, because the problem with, uh, what's it called, um, with Magnolia is the field isn't, like, normal 
for most decks, and then the Zorga one, the field is more normal, but, like, it's not really doing all that much pressure-wise. You're like, oh. Right. So, it's, uh, you're, you're caught between a rock and a suck place. Now, uh, we've come to the end of the double R's, which means we are now into any commons or rares that interest us. Um, all of the ones that I've picked out are, uh, are orders. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd hope so. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think well, there's we one can bring for up Peter the Saunders, right? Yeah. Uh, not sure. I mean, I know that Keter has a whole bunch of grade threes that fix even more problems. Oh yeah, I'm trying to find it and I can't. I'm uh, dumb. Yeah. Well, I was there's... say go on. <laughs> no, not. Uh, it's not Solaria. Where is the? <laughs> Where's the grade three angel lady? Here, I I got mine pulled up. Act... I'll just go first. All uh, right, yeah, okay. you go first. So there, there's uh, the Cursed Soul Riddles and Agony. It's a uh, grade three order normal order so you uh play this with soul blast 2 now if you had the uh the flower lady that means you don't soul pay anything uh you look at four cards from the top of your deck choose up to one unit card from among them call it to rear and discard the rest if it is uh, a part of alchemagic call up to two cards on rear instead of one and all the units called with this order get plus 5k till end of turn so this what is that? what order was that? Sorry, uh, the cursed soul riddles and agony. This is basically enchanting fitting room meets, mm. you know, mm-hmm. gold paladin. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think all of the orders for Zorga are pretty good. Oh yeah, like uh, grief, despair, and rejection, which is not my nickname in high school, contrary to popular belief. Um, so another grade three, you uh, play it with counterblast one. Uh, if your vanguard is uh, Zorga, choose three of your units, and they get plus 10k until end of turn. Mm-hmm. This is the single most important order in Zorga, in my opinion. Because it's counterblast yeah. and not a soul blast? Or... Not only that, but it also gives 30k power. Yeah. Yes. The... You can do, you, so what you, you do is, is you can give, like, 10k to a unit, 10k to a booster, probably a fucking Mantis guy, who's given plus 5k because you call him that turn. Mm-hmm. And plus 10k to the other column. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have these huge side columns. Yeah, because yep. you're you're either doing like a, a persona ride type thing, or you're doing like an L shape, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I picked out was a spiritual body condensation. Sation, sation, sation. Uh, this one's a grade one order, which means you can play this turn one if you like. Uh, mm-hmm. You soul blast. You play with the soul blast. Choose a card for, uh, with grade equal or less than your vanguard from your drop. Call it to rear, and it gets plus 5k. So, not super crazy, but it, it, it's better than what's-her-face with the whip. Um. Yeah. Although, I will say that, like, the grade 2 is a unit on board where this is a card trade. That doesn't matter very much for Zorga, because you can alka magic with it. I feel like mm-hmm. you're already behind an advantage with Magnolia anyways. You're probably better off with the grade 2. And being able to keep a unit on your board. You would rather have the legs than the uh, the cheaper cost? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm. It really feels bad reading all this. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. this is another like super, super important order for this deck, too. Mm-hmm. Just because... Although I, I... See, that's the thing. Like, all the orders are important. Yeah, there's a lot of very good orders for... Um... Stokea. For Stokea, for and because it's all order based for the um, uh, for what's his name, 
Yeah. Okay. You want to make sure you have kind of all of the, uh, all the options to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, is that the last order you're going to read? Uh, that's the last order. I have unit stuff, but I'm going to let you guys take a turn and then come back. All right. Uh, well, I don't have very much, but I do think you missed a couple orders for um, Stokea that I think are notable. Okay. Uh, I think Tearing Malice is one. Uh, it's not a card you're going to play very many of, but you might play like one of it. Uh, it's the Retire Two Regards, draw a card, put this card to your soul, and counter charge one. Mm. It is a pretty heavy cost, but it does give back resources. And mm-hmm. for cards that you might not... Um, you know, you, you might be kind of whatever on otherwise. The other yeah. card that I think you that I think uh, is really important that you didn't talk about was actually a blitz order, um, ah. called Ghost Chase, uh, which is a grade two blitz order. It's a common. You choose one of your units, and that card gets power plus five, and it gets power plus five thousand. Then you choose one of your regards that is not being attacked and return it to your hand. That's cool. So so yeah, I like yeah. I really like this order. It's, like, I... super neat, and it gets back your on-play skills. Yeah, I just think that's kind of a small thing that you that you missed. Uh, I think Ghost Chase is probably more important than the other one. Uh, yeah, just because, right. like, that's a very unique effect to be able to return one of your regards that's not being attacked to your hand. Well, it's not even just that. It could be, like, uh, like even in something like Magnolia, where you kind of drop your hand for offense, you can bounce something back in the back row, maybe, and then use that for guard if you have to. Like, there's a lot of uses for this. And you're right, I did miss it. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's not, no, no, that's, that's why. That's why I want to bring it up since, uh, since since you were talking about it. Mm-hmm. So while we're on the order thing, can I go ahead and read my uh, the dumb orders for Orphist? Yes, go for sure. it. Okay, so there's a grade two order, howling, hollowing moonlit night, which is a red, a wolf. I, I almost said howling because it's a wolf staring at a red moon. Right. But anyway, yeah. um, it's a set order. You play with Soul Blast one, and when it's placed in the order, then you draw a card, and then like, basically, if you have two cards, you get Abyssal Dark Knight. If you have one card, it's Dark Knight. Uh, it doesn't really do much. And the other one is a grade three one that you still play it with Soul Blast one, but it's when it's put in the order zone, you pop an opponent's rear guard. And then has the same like uh, dark knight effects. Like I said, these don't do very much. Is kind of the problem. Mm-hmm. And, but you have to kind of find two of them. Yeah. And then and like the co- the benefit of drawing a card is negated by the fact that you're playing orders in your deck. So like sometimes things will just go wrong and you can't guard. Yep. But I'm done with the words. All right. Uh. Well. For Keter stuff, I have actual analyst Kokaviel. So, if you're Vanguard is Apex Ruler Bastion, they get shield plus 5,000 for every two grade 3 units, including itself. So, you know, if you have a board full of grade 3s, which is very likely, just casual 15k shield. Because Bastion needed those, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... This is a card I'm not sure you're going to play, but it is interesting. Like, Remission Sword Faneuil. So it is also a grade 3. Auto of your guard circle, when it's attack, if you have 3 or more grade 3 units, which includes itself and your vanguard. Uh, Counterblast 2, and this unit gets critical plus 1 until end of turn. I don't even know if you're going to play this, because it kind of makes small numbers, but it is a crit. Fair. Any other ones? Uh... I mean, I'm not sure if you play the order, but there is Shining Sword of Judgment that lets you Soul Blast a grade 3, choose one of your opponent's rear guard, 
and your opponent puts all rear guards in the same column as that rear guard. Oh, hey, look, non-targeting removal. Oh, that's this good. is technically true. <laughs> not that you're probably not playing it. I, I, yeah, uh, probably that, not playing it. You had? Just, yeah, that's the last one I had. Okay, there's Peter. one more I wanted to read, and that's Divine Sister Lapista. Oh, you're right. Card's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it could be you can really try to cheese the restand in Bastion. Uh, oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great three. It doesn't need Hexor, <laughs> but the cost is very high. <laughs> yes, it is, but it is kind of worth it if you have it. It is very meme. <laughs> Why it the is, hell not? <laughs> it, is, it is not probably it's probably not the best build of Bastion, but it is the most hilarious build of Bastion. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be like a more aggressive versus less aggressive build for. Uh, oh, who but there's going to be a better one, and that's the one everyone should be playing. Yeah. This we'll find out. Dun, dun, dun. All right. You got some more cards, buddy? Uh, uh, well, I got a couple, but... Did we actually oh, read what Lepisto did, though? Oh, my bad. Uh, so it says that whenever your Vanguard... So it's a grade three. Whenever your Vanguard checks a trigger unit, you can counterblast two, restand it, and it gets plus 5,000 power. Yep. So... You just dump this with Alden, and you just have a board that will very likely restand at least one thing, occasionally both, which will be hilarious. But it is Counterblast 2, and you already have lots of things to Counterblast 2 with in that deck, so... Mm -hmm. Kind of whatevs. Doesn't mean you're going to draw is... them all at once. There is the other Divine Sister, I'm trying to find it. Uh... Oh. Divine Sister Fatiata is a great one, unfortunately, so that does make your deck less consistent. But when you reveal when your drive check reveals a trigger, you can soul blast two counter charge one. Though uh Bastion decks were playing a grade one though, right? Not that I remember which one that was. I think they might be testing this one, because none of the other grade ones are particularly worth it. No, I think it was one of the T D grade ones. Was it the was it just the doggo that gained five k? Because that's the only one I can think of. Oh, the yeah, the giant booster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it hits numbers or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would just play Fort in that case because it's a great because it also gets boost or not uh, not Fort uh, Rooks the grade two. Oh, it gets boost. Oh, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's like a fifteen k booster. Oh, that's it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the 15 plus, you know, 23 or whatever is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just when I was first testing it, I had four copies of Rooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just didn't remember which which idiot it was. Mm -hmm. It looks it looks like an old Gold Paladin Grade 1. Like the yeah. art, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's the doggo where you, like, Soul Blast 2 and it gains 5k and it's a 13k booster. Rooks is the Grade 2 where if you have three or more... Grade yeah, that's three units to get boost and plus five k. Yep, that's the one right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they always play four of that card because that card's a huge booster. Yes, it is. Yeah, I like the deck with four rooks. I might go with that over the uh, divine sister one. Fair enough. Um, uh, let's see. I got three more cards. All right. Okay. So. I believe you. <laughs> Rancor Chain uh, for Stoikea 8, 8k grade 1. Um, so act on Van, you Soul Blast 1, draw 2, choose an order card from your hand and discard. If it, if you did not discard, you discard 2 cards instead. 
So, um, so it like helps you cycle and set up Alka Magic on that first turn, and then also in rare if you played an order, ten k booster for the turn. So hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah, not bad. Um, I got proto, yeah. I got proto bulb dragon for dark states. Uh, on rear, eight k grade one. Uh, when it attacks or boosts, if you are in final rush. You counterblast one, put another rear guard into your soul, choose a card from your soul, and put it into your hand. So, kind of like, uh, what's your name from earlier? Yeah. Mm. This card is pretty neat. Yeah. It's a way of recycling Fist Colossus if you decide to play that. Grab that over-trigger, soul-charged. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can, technically. Um, and then Crawl You Insects, which, fucking dumbest name for an order, but, uh... Grade 3, you counterblast to play it. You get a soul charge, choose one of your units, gets plus 10k to lend a turn for every 5 cards in your soul. And then if you have 10 or more in, uh, in soul after doing that, you draw a card. This card might be unplayable because you can only play one order a turn, and my consistent experience was I have this and Brother Soul, and I would much rather have Brother Soul in that situation because it says soul charge 2. Oh, really? Damn. God, I keep forgetting you can only play one order for yeah. a turn. Yeah, and also it's a counterblast, and the deck already counterblasts quite a bit because of you need to counterblast for Borrow Magnus' skill, and you probably counterblasted for what's his fate, uh, Electro Spartan. So oh. the only soul charging you have is if you already have ten soul. All right, well, there's one more card because Atlas didn't read the card that I thought he would. Oh my god, um, Collusion Mutant Admantis. The one that just oh, gives five yeah. KM play. Yeah, yes. it's on place. That card is actually very important in both decks because it's big. That card is on place from anywhere, dum dum. Yeah. Yeah, and you Even fish it out with your calling from drop you or you bounce it to your hand with ghost chase. Or you, you call it from like, your hand. Yeah, like repeatedly, it's free power. Yeah. <laughs> like even in Magnolia, you need this because that's the only way you're gonna break twenty uh twenty eight K on a column. Mm-hmm. God, this card's sick. It's weird that yep. like this is the we're like this is so interesting <laughs> and it's like an on play or something five K. <laughs> like, yeah. So this... it, but it's it, it's like it's the environment around it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever this watched card is like the li- like, in my testing, this card is honestly, like, the linchpin of Magnolia being, like, medium minus. Wow. <laughs> this, card is this is the good. only way I can get, like, two large columns on my first grade three ride. Otherwise, I have nothing. And then, Dude, just play the most okay index. <laughs> it, it's like, uh, what's it called? The, like, Mega Colony is like, oh, I'm, now I'm the good card in the deck who's fucking complaining about Mega Colony now. Bitch. Like. <laughs> Um, I feel like we missed something. Oh, we did. And uh, and, and well, you're like the the thing about um, it's the environment. Have you guys ever watched um, Solar Opposites on Hulu? No. So it, it's a it's a show uh, by Justin Roiland, and it's about these aliens living on Earth. And one of the aliens has a shrink ray, and he keeps shrinking down uh, people in on Earth who piss him off, and he puts them in this little terrarium in his wall. And there's an entire subplot of just the humans trying to survive and, like, they're, you know, the size of an acorn and they're, you know, making houses out of, like, nerds' boxes and stuff. So it's kind of like that, where 
Because you're tiny. Everything around you is huge. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry. Mm -hmm. What was the uh, the last card? Oh no, I was, it was just right chain stuff. We've already talked about yeah. it. So mm -hmm. the right chains are all pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You know, the Zorga right chain is especially very good. So yes, it is. But I, uh, I, I do recommend checking out Zorga. I think the deck's super cool. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I think it's uh, the I think I think it, it's pretty fun, and then the orders are really sweet. Yeah, I want to mention Selfish Engraver for Dark States, which is a grade two, uh, on hit Soul Charge one at the end of battle attack. If you have ten or more Soul, put it into your Soul Counter Charge one. You probably need this in Baro Magnus. Mm -hmm. Is it that girl from Persona Five the Royal? Yeah, kind of. Uh, <laughs> I just like that there's like a snake in the background that looks like it's about to eat the moon. I just want to I just want to upset some Persona fan somewhere. I'm sorry. Oh right, of course. Um, so I guess uh, we, we ask what we ask uh, every set review, which is who wins, who loses. Bastion uh, by a I, mile. I think I don't think it's by a mile. I think uh, Keter Sanctuary wins quite a bit. I think uh, Dragon Empire is kind of next rolling up. And uh, I think those are really the two that are uh, that kind of stand out to me in the set is uh, Keter and specifically the Nirvana arc of Dragon Empire. Because it seems like the like Keter has the the best deck and the worst deck. I don't I, I don't even <laughs> think Hexorb is the worst deck. Is my point? <laughs> you don't think what is the worst deck? Sorry, I don't think I don't think Hexorb is the worst deck. Yeah, I think I kind of disagree, but like. I actually think Eugene is the worst deck coming out of this. I just think oh, sure. is pretty low. I, I think it's Eugene, Magnolia are like the worst two. Eh, not 100% sure I agree. He uh, like, I've been playing with Magnolia. Magnolia. Needing, I think the fact that Magnolia needs Counterblast 2 to play the game is uh, pretty bad. Like, I honestly think Magnolia might have a higher ceiling than what's his fit, Orphist. Yeah, that one also. Yeah, needs how often is that feeling achievable? Uh, moderately consistently. Like I started playing the TD card that gains 5k plus the Mantis that also gives 5k. So, yeah, first turn I can have like two decently sized column. The only problem is Gunosla is tiny. Yeah, but like I still think that turn is ultimately better than an Orphist first turn because. If you don't get one of your cards that gain power, your columns are only, like, 25. And right. then uh, Magnolia also makes four attacks. So I think Magnolia is ever so slightly higher than Orphus, just based on my experience with the decks. I do think Orphus is pretty bad. I think the Prism deck is pretty unplayable, actually. Uh, yeah. Like I'm not even... It, it might have some good matchups here and there. Like, it's probably pretty good against, like, things like Magnolia, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think but that's the only thing saving Prison right now is that it plays well into Magnolia. But, like, if nobody's playing Magnolia, there's no reason to play Prison. And, like, the decks that you're worried about are probably Bastion and Dragon Empire, who are pretty resilient to Prison to begin with. Yeah. So, and, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't really see... I think Prison is kind of fundamentally flawed, at, at least in its current iteration. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the big loser is Brent Gate out of the set. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Like, I think Zorga got enough cards to make him a pretty good contender, and I don't think Magnolia is quite as bad as other people are saying, so 
feel like Stoichea managed to get itself just into the range of playable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think I think Zorga is quite good. I mm-hmm. think so. Four out of the five nations have I think what are good decks. Yeah, and Brank Eight just lacks that. Yep. Uh, so Brank Eight falls short here. Uh, the other four nations all have a playable deck. Uh, it sucks that Brankate has a lot of people who really like that character. I think she's pretty annoying, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Donji's the best. That's all you need to know. Yeah. And Bruce is a pretty sweet deck. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, Yeah, I'm... so I'll be building Bruce Dragon Empire. Or Bruce Nirvana, maybe something else. I'm doing yeah, I'm go- Mad I'm going Bruce. in on Keter, even though I think Hexa Orb is awful. I still like playing the deck and like my, Bruce. Might build Bastion because I'll only need four Alden. Right. It's <laughs> probably gonna, it's probably going to be Bruce Mag, and I'm going to sit on Baromagus. So cheap if you're buying the TD though. Bastion. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because your boss things in the TD. Any deck yeah. that like had a good TD boss, you're, you're like. It's going to be so much easier just building that from the ground up. I say that now and watch Alden be like $30 somehow. Yeah. Oh, because they're going to be I'm kind of hoping people think Bastion is bad because of how slow it is. Maybe and I get hype up Hex Orb just so people will like look at that way. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, Even though I won't do that because that would be lying. We forget yeah. that we have hundreds of listeners every week and some people are like, you know, listening, so... Yeah. So you're saying I should have followed through. My bad. Every, I'm just... Everyone, go hype up Magnolia, please. <laughs> go hype up Magnolia, Eugene, Hexa Orb, and Orphis. I think a lot of people are gonna play Zorga just because he's hot, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that goth energy. The Ocean Man does. Mm-hmm. Ocean those, Man. That, those abs. I mean, like, it, I I have to do another tier list with uh, him and uh, Altmile and all them. So Alex, every time the song Ocean Man is brought up, I'd say, oh, that, is that the song from the SpongeBob movie? Yeah. Every single time, that's what I say. Yeah. How does it's, that, how does that it, work out for you? It usually makes them kind of mad. Yeah, understandable. Um, <laughs> master troll, Matt Barber. Uh, so, yeah, thanks everybody for listening to A Nexus at Night. Uh, we have a Patreon if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash nexus at night. Thanks to our $10 patrons, uh, Darren and Cole. Uh, if you donate 5 bucks or more a month, you get access to a whole ass bonus show every week, plus early access to our YouTube videos and a oh. uh, whole bunch of other goodies. Um, and then uh, where can people find you guys out there? Find me on Twitter at Wiggins, 2 gs 2 zs Find me at Plasma Eclipse. He wants to play Monster Hunter so bad. He, he like took a second. <laughs> okay, you can find See, me. I'm at... at the rampage tutorial, and I'm just like, I cannot be bothered right now. <laughs> oh, you don't like balloons tower defense? I don't think rampage is that bad, except when like the last monster just like just like goes straight for the gate and like ignores everything. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram at Atlas Novak, or find the show at Nexus at Night in the same places. So until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.